Glistener the Traitor podcast. Welcome to it. Glistener the Traitor, dude. Glistener. Sorry, no, okay, okay, okay. Glistener the Traitor podcast. Hey, I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining Andy and I. So if you're listening with your kids or your conservative grandma, maybe don't, because we swear or some shit like that. Well, let's dive in. So Kyle and Andy here, we've got a guest with us from our meta. Greetings. <laughs> <laughs> Cody here to talk talk a little bit of Plague God with us. The infamous boy. Cody. The infamous Cody. <laughs> yeah, we always say, oh yeah, Cody does this, or Cody thinks this, or Cody <laughs> Cody does that. Well, I guess you'll hear it from the horse's mouth now. Yeah, so now you're, you're here to like give voice to this like <laughs> unknown character that we reference all the time. So mm-hmm. Kyle, what's, what's your plan for this episode? What so you, so what, what we're looking to do is kind of start diving into some of the plague gods that came out in Hour of Devastation. Uh, this episode, we'll talk a little bit of the Scarab God with Cody because I, I, I hear Cody might have some kind of interest in Demir... And zombies, some some some, mean, sh- some shit like some that. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't hate them. I don't know why anybody would have interest in that. I don't know. Crap. It's just not. It's not really a well-supported <laughs> tribe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I've never heard of a Demir I've zombie been, deck, but this, this is brand new. Ter- never before <laughs> has the word zombie tribal. <laughs> been on the table until until the hour of just no one's done this. Uh, <laughs> then uh, then we'll uh, we'll kind of dig into the locust god and I don't know I don't know uh, but if Cody have you heard that um, shut up dude have you heard <laughs> that Andy likes to play Isaac colors you know I've, he doesn't I've like heard blue, it as though. a rumor I don't know that I've ever believed it <laughs> since you're a blueless character. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, I'm not, dog. You win, win with the combat step, typically. Dude, I'm just going to move right into my, neheb, my neheb list. <laughs> You're have, like, just to prove us wrong, like, guys. I'll, be, I'll just be halfway through this list and it'll be like, so then what you do is ta- take everything that I've got, throw it out, and get neheb. <laughs> so, yeah, then we'll talk, we'll talk with Andy about the Locust God a little bit. Coming up in a later episode, we'll have Brad on to talk about the Scorpion God. Oh, yeah, because he's going to be 0% talking about the Scorpion God in this episode. <laughs> yeah, because we will not have him here. So 50% That's Cody, true. 50% Andy, 0%. And 0% Brad, but keep <laughs> God, him in your hearts. So cool. Keep him in your hearts, everybody. Remember, remember Brad. He works in the lab, man. It's, I don't know. Scorpion God. Just, just, just when you're praying to the scorpion God at night, before you, before you lay your little head down in your scorpion bed. Please kill Jace. Please kill Jace. Please kill Jace. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Brad. All right, let's dive in. We're talking the scarab God first with Cody. So, uh, Tell me, tell me your reaction when uh, when the Scarab God was was spoiled. Cody. Oh man, I was so excited, dude! I so I obviously I love zombies, big fan, big fan of zombies. I've never um, never known, <laughs> and I've I've gone through a couple zombie commanders at this point. Um, one of which was a terrible mistake. 
uh, Thraxamunder, who I'm not sure why at the time I thought that would support a tribal theme <laughs> whatsoever, uh, but it happened. Um, and then I, dude, it's like Thraxamunder oh, the deceiver. You know, like Seriously. he's just he just wants you. you think he's, he's telling good. you, guess what, zombies? I think, I think he's good for not a tribal strategy. Sure, I think. I don't know, like, back when I first started getting into this format, there was a YouTube channel. I wish they were still around, dude. They were dope as fuck. They were called The Other 99. Do you remember these guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, so shit. I've seen had, their stuff around. Yeah, because it's still kind of, like, floating around, but yeah, yeah. they just kind of stopped doing it. Like, these guys were awesome, right? Okay. So, one of the episodes that they did was on Thraxamundar, right? And hmm. you can tell, like... Things have changed a lot since then. Like, they're yeah, the yeah. stuff that they talk about back then. They're like... Sure, there's additional things that you could use now because it's yeah. probably dated a well, little Well, the strategy bit, they right. had for him was... Vol- this is how the guy said it. Vol- Voltron. Voltron? <laughs> yeah, Voltron. He, I don't know. He must Does he been. know who Voltron is? No, I think I think he knows what he's... I think he it's an said, accent thing. I don't think uh, he's... Yeah, Voltron. Like, Voltron. You know. I don't know. So we say stuff different. Dude, the whole Carater, episode... Carador. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> these, these guys could sell you on a deck, man. Like, you'd be like, damn, I want to build that. But they did a Voltron strategy with it. Okay. And I remember... Which, yeah. which to give a, like, to give a little a context for Thraxamunder, it's, it's four and then Grixis, so blue, black, red... Haste, whenever Thraxamundra attacks, defending player sacrifices a creature. Whenever a player sacrifices a creature, you put a 1-1 counter on Thraxamundra. And it's a 6-6. Six, six. He is big. So he's big, and getting haste. those 1-1s. One, he's haste, isn't he? Yeah, he is haste. Yeah. It's hard because like, he's so expensive that you want to have the ability to ramp into him. And it's it's hard in Grixis yeah. to ramp up to, yeah. to get him out early. So anyhow... Thraxamundar was was a mistake. Oh boy, yeah, that was that was fun. And then I moved into I think he's still at least on like EDH rec and stuff. The most popular for the zombie tribe, uh, Grimgrin the Corpse Born. Um, he was good. He, I mean, I played kind of the tribal deck that I wanted to, and then it morphed into wanting to do what Grimgrin wants to do, which is kind of similar to Thrax. He's actually very similar to Thrax in that you want to beat people down with him, right. which turned into wanting to be able to do that infinitely <laughs> and and hit someone with an over 9,000. So he was in the corpse born. He was like your conduit to victory was getting him just huge. and It, it had to be. Um, okay. Because he's clunkier. I mean, he's what yeah. is he, five mana? Or? Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's three, fun. a blue, and a black. And uh, he comes in tapped even, doesn't he? And he doesn't untap. He does. He... Does, does he yeah, he, so it says he enters the battlefield tapped and doesn't untap during your untap step. Yeah. And then yeah, it says you can you can pay to sacrifice another creature and put a one one counter on him. Um, but also whenever he attacks, destroy target creature defending player controls. It does target, which is which is nice. Put a one one counter on But it's not green sacrifice green. like Thrax. Right. But, but you have to have like this whole thing built around getting him untapped. Yeah, right. lazy. You gotta have enough <laughs> stuff out. You gotta and... give him a little baggie of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have Jessendroff behind him, making sure he's all keeping his arm on and all, right, all that. God. <laughs> I'm fine. fine, God. And then I, I moved into Jessendroff once once they were spoiled, and they definitely supported the tribe deck that I that I wanted to build. Um, just making a bunch of zombies, pumping them up, and going in uh, with the horde. Um, they were just really good utility without being like. Crazy. When okay. I, when I, you know, brought the deck to the table, it wasn't um, threatening right off the bat. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, the Scarab God is just is just good. So we'll see what this morphs into and and how much hate he pulls. But he's <laughs> he's got a lot of the stuff. Fourth on him. iteration of your zombie deck? Or are you taking it a different direction now? I mean. Because there's there's two we, two ways you can really build this right. So you can go down kind of the same way that I went with Jissa and Jirolf, where you've got Jissa in there, you've got Jirolf in there, right. um, just pumping out a lot of zombies and then beefing them up and going in. Right. Um, the disadvantage of that, at least with the Scarab God, with his first clause, the at the beginning of your upkeep, uh, each opponent loses X life and you scry X, where X is the number of zombies you control. Um, which is good. It is good. But my worry with this is that it's going to pull a lot of hate. Um, and part of me says, well, it doesn't really matter because of that last clause that all of them have, right? That even if he gets removed, he's coming back to my hand at the next end step. Right. So why do I care if it pulls hate? Difficult to um, remove. But, I mean, you know, three versus one doesn't usually go well anyway. <laughs> um, so, and then his last clause on there, the uh, two generic mana and then blue and a black to exile target creature from a graveyard and create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a 4-4 four, four black zombie. Um eternalizing something, so to speak, uh, which is kind of what he's done in the story, right? Okay. Um, he eternalizes everyone and comes in at the at the hour. I can't remember which hour it is. Um, but he brings all these big, beefy zombies with the blue, like, scarab armor or whatever <laughs> walking in to, to wreck some shit with, Nicol Bolas with Nicol Bolas. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, you um, see all those, like, blue eternalized dude, they're pretty, bodies in the background there. There's right. not a lot of stuff that comes close to, like, the Phyrexians, you know? <sighs> like, to me, the the Eternals are, like... Right. I don't know. Pretty, they're, they're, I, I hope, I hope we revisit them. Like, I hope he, I hope they show up in the story somewhere else and they become, like, as threatening as, like, I don't want to say the Eldrazi because I think we're all eldrazi out. Yeah, but, gross. You know, like, at least the Phyrexians, like, it's this omnipresent threat, like... I, I like know. how I like how with the Phyrexians, like it comes up infrequently enough that you're kind of like you're terrified as fuck about the Phyrexians. Yeah, sure. But lurking, they're always lurking out there. But like, like you know. they're not. You don't know when they're going to show up. Like, <laughs> right, right. So there is the the horde zombie horde way you can build this right, and then there's this other way similar to kind of like the Mimeoplasm, um, where you're huh. one graveyard hating people, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're you're getting rid of creatures out of people's graveyards, which is a very prevalent strategy uh, in our Yeah, it's it's um, highly topical for us. For sure, for sure. Um, so that's we had. A, a bit of graveyard hate is not a bad thing. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> but then also, I get a copy of it, um, and it's a 4-4, which isn't isn't nothing. The, I mean, the, I guess the bad part about that is if I get Ulamog or whatever, it's Dude, just a four four. I'd rather. I, I think people will be thanking you that you got rid of Jeff's Ulamog. <laughs> right. That's like, we'll, for sure. We'll take your Minimog. Minimog. His full full of. It's like a weird blue. <laughs> it's like what the fuck happened to me? What is this your god. ass used to be beautiful? <laughs> so much smaller now. Oh god. <laughs> Or on the other side of that, if they're small and it's early game, getting a little bit larger of a creature is always nice. I guess four four is not super relevant in commander, but I mean, it's enough still to be pretty, threatening. It's enough to be, yeah, enough to be. 
pretty good. I mean, so that's, what that's direction what did you take is. this deck? Um, so I, I definitely took. I mean, I built a couple different lists, but I, I really took it in in the graveyard hate, get your stuff type of way. Why? Why um, do you want that one? Like. I just think it's it's going to be better. One, it doesn't pull more hate, right? Because I'm going to have less zombies. Um, that being said, one of the ways this can win is with his claws by doing it kind of right before my upkeep um, and shitting out like 30 zombies. And then, so and then don't worry, I smell. Right, you, <laughs> you smell. There's there's a you, little bit of playing. You definitely in speed smell going both on. of them. Quick, quick, you and smell I both smell. Of them. Yeah. And if you win with like, if you win with like a. What is the big zombie car? Army of the Damned? Is that what it is? You yeah. know that these... You win with a quickened here. Army of the Damned. That's in here. I'm like, dude, oh, yeah. fuck you, man. That's in here. There's all of those big boys are in here, dude. Except for, except for I think, Empty the Pits is the only one that I don't have in here. That's the Delve one. Which I've... I don't know. That's one of the cards okay. I've gone back and forth because yeah, it is Delve. Yeah, it definitely fit. And, and I do have a lot of mill worked in here. So that's that's really the the overarching strategy, right? So it's something that I try and think well, about when okay. I'm building decks, right? Is like... What do I want to be doing in each, like, phase of the game, right? What do I want to be doing the first, like, five turns? Right, and then right. what do I want to be doing the the next five turns, the mid-game, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then what do I want to be doing to close the game? Right. Um, okay. So initially what I want to be doing is milling people, wheeling people's hands, getting stuff into their graveyard uh, for, for targets for me um, to be able to grab with the Scarab God. Um, so... Do you guys want to delve in? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's bit? take a look at your like uh, mill and will yeah. strategy. So, a little bit let's see. I guess we can we can start with the creatures. So you're never going to play Fenix when he's working with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would kind of be or, like or Tiff dude. and Carador, dude. Uh, so whenever maybe. Jeff and I like, I'm playing Fenix and Jeff is playing Lazav. It like, just gets we're, we're getting a little off well, on each yeah, other. Or it's, it's, it's the same thing with like with that, or with like when Tiff plays Carador and I play Marin. That's a lot of the reason why I don't play Marin a whole lot anymore is because she has played Karat or Karat or Carador or whatever so Caridol. much. Caridol. Um Yeah, that I, it's just hard because it fuels my deck so hard, and it almost feels. Like unfair a little bit. To like, I, de- I definitely to want to benefit do, off of it so do hard. Do an episode of playing, picking decks that don't have to play with decks that don't have overlap when other people are playing. Yeah, we had a lot of decks <laughs> because because last time we because yeah we oh, had God, three yeah. Golgari decks at the table last so, Saturday. When we were well, because I wanted to play. Them. I don't think I realized it until I had drawn my Marin hand and was like, oh boy. I mean, oh, they all had oh different boy. strategies, but it was like it wasn't too bad. Yeah, because it at least Golgari. at least at least it wasn't three Golgari grave decks. At least okay. it was. Wasn't like Marin, Gerard, and Tiff was running discard. Dude. You guys were just oh, yeah, eating that's it. True. He was playing Gitrog Monster. You were playing Marin. It was a joke. I was <laughs> sat right. there and got fucked. All right, the I, I feel your. I it feel was your a, it was a little gross. Uh, anyhow, we've got some we've got some wheel and mill yeah. going on. So as far as the mill goes, uh, one of the better ones in here is the consuming aberration. Okay. Uh, so he's three blue and a black. I think we've seen this in in your deck, Kyle. Um, yeah, he's a really good fit for. He's Fenix. really good. He's really good. So his power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in your opponent's graveyards, which will be many. So he'll be a big horror. Um, and then whenever you cast a spell, each opponent reveals cards from the top of his or her library until he or she reveals a land card, then puts those cards into his or her graveyard. So... So this is, this is a... Since it's a five converted mana cost, this is maybe towards the the... I guess the higher end, the of, higher your, end for sure. of your of uh, your 
mill type stuff. Yeah, that you're it's doing. definitely one of the ones that I put out. But it'll be super turn, effective. Turn it up hard to turn it up. Um, so as far as the lower end goes, we've got the altar of dementia um, on the on the artifact side of things. So that's two for an artifact. Uh, and then I sacrifice a creature. Target player puts the number of cards equal to the sacrificed creature's power from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Yeah, that wouldn't be um, half bad, like sacking your consuming aberration. With oh, that exactly. That'd be a <laughs> huh. big old dude. Um, or like a diagraph anyway or something. Or, yeah, just right, do it. <laughs> might as well drop it, yeah. It is target player, which isn't. I think that's one of the only target mills in here just because I, I it kind of wants to be everyone. But yeah, that's the drawback with mill is that yeah, a lot of it is target. Yeah, I mean, most of it is target. For sure, honestly. for sure. And then we've talked about it already. We've got the Mesmeric Orb in here for two mana. Um, everything that untaps, you mill. mill. Is it one or two? So it's, they, it's, they it's mill one. for each thing that for each untap. untap. Um, which is good. Um, and then one of the ones that, that synergizes really well uh, with the the scarab god himself is mind crank, um, which is two oh. for yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. the The mage is not in here, so don't yeah. Don't I, was, worry about I was thinking that as soon as I saw <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, the okay, the, there's a two card infinite that goes yeah, with that yeah. guild mage. Yeah, so he is not in here. Yeah, we'll see if I <laughs> if I resist the urge. But uh, so yeah, whenever an opponent loses life, that player puts that many cards from his uh, from the top of his or her library into his or graveyard um yeah so the life loss make them mill uh good times uh and then let's move a couple good enchantments here um so one of the more i guess it's not too deep but i it took a little work to find to find this card uh but it's the breath stealers crypt uh, so it's, oh. it's two blue and a black for uh, whenever any player draws a card, he or card. she reveals that card. If it's a creature card, that player pays three life or discards the card. Dude, fuck you, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Fuck you. I hate, I hate the ones that are just like, it's just damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. It's, it's true. Like, well, it's it's a wanna, rough one. You want to give it to me for a target for the Scarab and, God, or and, you want to take three life? Yeah. The choice is yours, and I, wonder, I am yeah. not a tyrant. I wonder the choice if there's is yours. somebody sitting around this table <laughs> right now that draws a lot of cards. Yeah, yeah. Would it be Nip Cricket, dude? Would he, would he draw a couple cards, maybe? I'm not even gonna lie. There's, yeah, there's <laughs> no other way to build this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, stay tuned. Or, or to the hear scorpion exactly god what you too. expect to hear. The scorpion god as well is gonna be drawing drawing cards in in Rockdos for sure. Yeah, um, that's 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 yeah, that's kind of a I don't know. It's a big fuck you to a lot of different <laughs> things. It Wait, is, sorry, read that is. again. Is it only creatures? It is only creatures. I don't so shit it's, about it's, that. it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. it's all, it's only mind. it's only stuff that I want. But you do have to reveal it, so we'll know you you got cycle rift oh, in your hand. That's right? true. Yeah. We'll know so when you that mission comes. What is that going to do? Yeah, right, right. Risk what are you going to do even if I do have cycle dream halls? <laughs> yeah, just cry mostly, but. Um, so then we've got uh, Memory Erosion, another good enchant for one a blue and a blue. Uh, whenever an opponent casts a spell, that player puts the top two cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Huh. Um, so this is this is I don't know. Like in terms of when we're talking uh, deck building value, mm-hmm. um, I like to point out like you want things that can have an effect multiple times. So Absolutely. if you have like if you have a one off like instant or sorcery that mills a bunch of cards, 
maybe like you may you might For be sure. getting the, uh, like the value you want out of it but something like memory erosion which is going to continue to have value right. and, and commander- it seems it seems kind of innocuous on the surface but like i don't know i i i like memory erosion it's not like one of sure. the better mill cards but Right, for sure. That's nice. And it's, there's something to be said in, in Commander, just permanence in general are a little bit more more powerful just because you do get a lot of value out of them. Yeah, I mean, they're um, they're vulnerable, but... They are, but that's true, but um, either way. So then we've got uh, one of my favorite zombies, uh, the Lich Lord of Ooks uh, is in here. So huh. he's one, a blue and a black for a creature zombie wizard. Um so it is pretty hot. So he's got two activated abilities. Um, so the first one is a blue and a black, and you tap him uh, to put a one-one blue and black zombie wizard creature token into play. Mm. Um, or his second ability is blue, blue, black, black. Target player loses X life uh, and puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard, where X is the number of zombies you control. Mm. Definitely seems to have a place in this deck. For sure, for sure. That's a pretty good one. Um, let's see. Other creatures I've got in here. I've also got a little bit of discards. So I've got uh, the Sadistic Hypnotist in here. Okay. Um, so he will allow you to sacrifice a creature and target player discards two cards. Uh, and you can only do it as a sorcery. But again, he's a creature. He'll stick around. Um, and I'll hopefully be able to pull that off a couple times. Um, and then I do have two noteworthy lands that will that will get stuff into graveyards. Uh, so one that I that I really like in this deck in particular is the Gaia Reach Sanitarium uh, from Eldritch Moon. What? So yeah, so it's a it's a legendary land and it taps just for regular mana uh, for one, or you can pay two and tap. Each player draws a card, then discards a card. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So, Wait, how much is the cost for that? Two. Huh. Two and a tap. It's really not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, and then we've got the Nefalia Drown Yard as well. Um, so this one is just a regular land. Still taps for uh, for one generic mana. And then it's got an activated ability for one, a blue, and a black. And you tap it. Target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Um, not amazing, um, but this is good if I've got three mana in it, this land it's, and nothing it's to a, do. It's a mana sink for sure. You know? Like it's not to me it's one of those cards that like I like to put it in a mill deck because it's not going to hurt you to have it there for and sure. it's and it's nice to have that extra ability to just mill somebody. It's always nice to have something to fall back on if I've got extra mana. I'm I'm one short for one of the wheels or a tutor or something, sure. and I need something to do. Might as well mill someone for three, especially if someone's got a creature-heavy deck right. um, that I can snake some good stuff out of. Uh, and then, something, something I just realized, though, looking at that, is that, like... I can see a scenario. I can see it not getting used very much in this deck. Sure. Just because the activated ability for the it's Scarab three. God is is, is four, four, and right. the Falia Drown Yard requires itself to tap in three. That's true. That's something I just barely realized. That's but true. Which I, is I, also four. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I I still don't like. I don't criticize oh, the ad yeah. because. Maybe you just want to have I, that extra maybe save Maybe I there. don't have the Scarab God, and I've got something else I can right. do for four lands. Right. Interesting. I didn't realize that when I built it. Um, hmm. Maybe something I need to remedy. 
I, I mean, I don't think I, 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 the other option is putting in another land. Like, is For there sure. another land that's going to have more value to you than that? I don't know. Not really. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole, a whole lot of lands that allow you to mill like that, mill someone like that. Um, and then as far as wheels go, I've got Dark Deal in here, uh, which is two and a black. Each player discards all the cards in his or her hand, then draws that many cards minus one. Okay. Um, always good to get more stuff in the graveyards, right? Um, that's pretty much it. I've got a couple other like windfall type effects in here and a couple other um, mill type things that aren't too interesting. Okay. So, so let, let me ask you a little bit more about like this early game strategy because my sure. experience with Demir and doing the, the kind of the mill stuff is that like it's exceptionally slow. Right. Do you envision yourself like trying to get those things those things set up and then holding off on casting the Scarab God or are you like, I'm getting the fucking Scarab God out there as quickly as I can just because he's got his own version of immortality. For sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. I think just because of his version of the, of the immortality of him being able to die and then come back, um, which is also interesting from the story when they, when, uh, kills, uh, the scorpion god, mm-hmm. and they think he's dead, right? So yeah. Kefnet turns his back, yeah, and then he boom slaps back together and gets Kefnet right in the head, yeah. Um, so also Ronas, like they, same they thing. Like, That's right, Ronas, same thing. True. <laughs> he's like, I killed that fucker. I got Look, him. I'm the god of strength. Uh, yeah. Now to the you head. have a stinger in the back of your skull. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I gotta catch up. All that sounds all it's pretty sick, metal, dude. It's 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 been really good for sure. Um, but yeah. So I, I think honestly that I'll that I'll cast him as soon as I can. Okay. Um, just because he evades commander attacks so well. Um, but I can also see it on the other side of things. I think it kind of depends on how the game is developing, whether or not I want to get into that spot or not. If I want to be the guy that comes ahead early. Gotcha. Um, but if you do, typically they're not the one to win, at least from what I've seen <laughs> for the most part. Um Unless you can get so far ahead that people just can't deal with you. Um, so, also, oh, sorry, go ahead. What, what's your thought? Man? Oh no, I was just gonna move into also early. I'd, I've got a lot of early card draw and, and okay. uh, ramp as well. Okay. Um, Do you have any? Uh, you have any unique ones to, to yeah, the deck that you're sure, excited sure. about? Um, so I've got a couple good ones uh, in line with zombies. So we've got the Crypt Breaker from Eldritch Moon. That's a good, really good early. It's just one black to cast uh, for a one-one creature zombie. And then he's got two abilities. His first one's an activated. So he's one and a black. Um, so it's one and a black, and you tap him to discard a card and put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield, um, which isn't terrible early game, I guess. If I've got a card in my hand, I don't need early game, um, and I would like a 2-2 zombie. Um, though I won't be, really, I'm using his second ability. So you tap three untapped zombies you control, and you draw a card and lose a life. Okay. Um, not the best um, as far as black card draw goes, really. It's just a weird uh, Phyrexian arena, um, but not bad for one. Yeah, it's a zombie-centric card draw that fits your deck. Yeah, and then I do have the Graveborn Muse in here as well. 
uh, for two and black black. At wow. the beginning of your upkeep, you draw X cards and lose X life, <laughs> where X is the number of zombies. So I'm noticing control. that there are some sacrifice mechanisms in this deck. Just yes, because that's that. for sure. And I, I do still have Grave Crawler in here for that. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good. And then I do have uh, kind of a card that's a little weird in this deck, uh, the Merfolk Looter. <laughs> that's uh, a card from Conspiracy 2, so it's one in a blue uh, for a Merfolk road, Rogue, and you just tap him to loot, so you draw a card and discard a card. Okay. Um, so I've worked one Madness card in here, so I've got a couple different ways that I can discard, including the Hypnotist, and then the Looter, and the Crit Breaker as well. Gotcha. Um, so there, there's, there's a purpose to some of that speed. discard for yeah, yourself. Yeah, so I wanted to work a little bit of that into here, plus looting is just good, especially early game. Um, for cards that I don't need, I could just... And you might be able to cheat something with the Scarab God, right? For sure. Cheat something well, with the Scarab in a God. speaking. Right, right. Um, so I've got that in here, and then as far... Other than that, all the ramp is is pretty pretty similar to, to any other Demir deck. You kind of rely heavily on artifacts and big black stuff. So I've got Cabal Coffers, Urborg in here, um, mm-hmm. and... And then I've also got like the crypt ghast and stuff uh, to get big big black mana. Um, let's see. So, um, so you've got you've got like your mill, your will. Mm-hmm. You've got like the standard things that you kind of need to have for commander. You're drawing cards. You're ramping for sure. Um, what's like? What what's the big moment you're kind of building towards, or what's some of the bigger stuff? Like, do you, do you have some zombie support? I know you're kind of doing this, you know. Right. I'm gonna try and like get stuff out of people's graveyards for sure. But. I do have some zombie support, so I've ca- I've got a couple different ways to to end the game. Um, as far as zombie lords and support go, I've got a couple of noteworthy ones in here. So I do have the Death Baron, um, who's who's pretty good. So he lords them. He gives them plus one plus one. He also gives them Death Touch, uh, which is very nice. Um, it's expensive card. He's expensive. For, I'm not sure if is he in some decks in like I, modern or something. I don't know. It might be that they only printed it once. But oh, that's true. You remember that's Sean? True. Oh yeah, he had an entire like modern mono black zombie deck. Oh, were you serious? And it had four oh, copies right. of that guy in it. And it was contextually they're twenty two dollars as we're talking about this. Right. Yeah, so God, this deck yeah. was stacked, it's, man. Like it was expensive, and he left it in his car, and somebody broke into his car. No. And they that's knew, the only thing they, they knew to take his magic. Isn't that crazy? They, they knew that's him. Fucking nuts. Was, that was I'm like, what else knew. did you have in there? He's like, I don't know, laundry and some mail. Like, but they took, you know, and I'm like, you had nothing else of value. He's like, I think I might have had like computer. He had something to do with like his computer. I don't, I don't think it was. Like, I can't remember. But like there some was components. There was or something. other stuff, but really, Jeez. like he's like, but hands down, the most expensive thing was that deck, and it just gone. That is a discerning thief. That's, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's someone from his LGS or something that knew he had a handful of Death Barons or something. <sighs> I don't even know. That sucks for sure. Um, so other zombie support I've gotten here. Um, I have the Diagraph Captain. So one of the other ways I can win is, is if I do get a lot of zombies out and it doesn't happen to be at my upkeep, or if I get a lot of them out and someone tries to wipe them away before okay. the Scarab Gods thing can go off, I've got a couple things to, to deter that and make them lose life anyway. So um, I, I notice you've got like a Nashnod's Altar. So for that, sure. that combined with a Diagraph Captain. For sure. Yep. <laughs> you can start yep. pulling some people down. Exactly. Um, so it is target opponent with Diagraph Captain. Uh, sure. He also lords them up. And then the other one in here, um, 
let's see is where is he the uh, vengeful dead so he's three in a black whenever vengeful dead or another zombie is put into a graveyard from play each opponent loses one life um so that Sheesh. that one's everyone yeah. so that one's yeah. pretty ugh, he's ugh. he's good yeah Dude, did you put the undead alchemist in this <laughs> i know you were gonna ask Kyle. <laughs> so context right sure i've never seen anybody get so like you're like zombies you mm-hmm. do but For there sure. was this really weird moment back when we very first started playing the game. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of newer players probably have this like experience where they're like, I want to try to win through Mill. <laughs> and right. that was Kyle, man. Like he he saw the undead alchemist and he like went, card. he went nuts over it. He made like he made like three different iterations of this deck. <laughs> it just could not happen in our little standard it, back when we were yeah, duking yeah. it out. It's it's tough because I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet there's some people listening that have <laughs> no idea what the fuck the undead alchemist is. Hit, hit me with it. What's so it's three and a blue, and there's a lot of text here for this zombie. He's, he's got a uh, book on him. That's if for it, sure. if a zombie you control would deal combat damage to a player, instead that player puts that many cards from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Whenever a creature card is put into an opponent's graveyard from his or her library, exile that card and put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. That's the part you don't like. Huh? So the yeah. undead alchemist does not fit with the scarab god. No. My god, he I love that the guy. upkeep, though. Like, if you make it to your upkeep... I'm saying do, you would do this, like, you after could... you've stepped on the gas. This isn't like a, <clears throat> hey, I'm going to put it in here. Right. Like, you're done. You're done messing around with people's graveyards at this phase it's sure. time to just like close the game like i'll be honest right. like it's going to be hard for you to win against a lot of my decks because i'm not going to give you anything oh, that's yeah. true you know, anything, that's yeah. true there's not going to be a lot going into my yard that's the thing often, that that like, i think this often. deck is going to hinder off of kind of like what i've seen with, with mimeoplasm or laza yeah, yeah laza. it's just like if there's not a lot of creatures then i'm just yeah it's fucked. dependent it's on who the, you're playing but with. then again this doesn't even solve that it wants creatures to hit yeah the undead alchemist but the more zombies you get it's just like you're just damage, stomping yeah. their library i don't know it, yeah. if, if maybe you, i have a weird love for this card too because it's it's from our it's anniversary good. set so it it's really like, is like i yeah, i had good. i had i don't know why point. why did i have such like weird obsessions with those early days because i had that undead alchemist mill deck that I could pull off occasionally. Occasion, and I mean right. occasionally. <laughs> and it would always be, I'd always be sitting there like, I had you down to like, you had like 10 cards left, just one more turn. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah I could have shit a water. And then Boros like, Obsession, like, because... Yeah. Crew and striker deck or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a nostalgia thing. I think it's the first thing that you that you do or see that you're like, oh man, that's sick. It's like me and Spore Frog, dude. <laughs> it's like I I saw that card, put it in Marin, and it worked so well. And I was like, oh my god, this synergy. card is the best card in Magic. The synergy. Dog. The Fog Frog is the best card in Magic: The Gathering. Um, good times. Okay. <laughs> huh. um, but other so other zombie support I've gotten here. If if I can't. Make people lose life. I can always swing at you yeah, with yeah. a big, Com- big fat pack of zombies. Is an option. Um, so I do have uh, one of my favorite zombie lords, the Undead War Chief. Um, so he's a little fucked up. He's, man. he's that, his the, art the, the is so gross. fucking gross. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> he's got an arm with two arms growing out of it. Dude, oh that's my god! Gross. So he's two a black and a black uh, for a creature zombie. He is he's only a one one, which is kind of weird. Uh, but he does, I guess, buff himself. So really, he's a he's a three two. Mm-hmm. Um, so zombie spells you cast cost one less to cast. 
um, which isn't too huge in this deck, but it's nice. Um, and zombie creatures you control get plus two, plus one. Which is pretty sick. Yeah, that's kind so of an unusual like fails. Lord thing. Plus two, plus one. <laughs> right. Okay. So if all else fails, I can try and beat people's face. Um, There's the, for a second there, I'm all like, my, I was looking at Vengeful Dead, and I'm like, my brain was thinking um, Grateful Dead. I'm like, this is your Jerry Garcia card. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so as far as closing the game out with zombies go, so I'm in the late game. I've got a couple good stuff out with the Scarab How do we seal the Um, deal? How do we seal the deal? So I've got a couple things that will get big old fat packs of zombies out, especially with the big black mana is what I'm kind of hindering on. Yeah. So at this point of the game, I'm hoping to have Cabal Coffers out or Crypt Ghast or something that will double my swamps. Along with Herborg, or if not, I notice you've got Black Market in there as well. Black so. Market as well, yeah. So, and this deck is all—it's like sixty-seven percent black, I think. So, it is pretty black heavy, okay. Um, especially symbols wise. Um, so, I've got Dark Salvation from from Eldritch Moon. So, it's XX and a black mm-hmm. for a sorcery. Uh, target player puts X two two black zombie creature tokens on the battlefield. Then up to one target creature gets minus one minus one until end of turn for each zombie that player controls. Okay, so decent removal. Um, at this point, I'm also hoping to have instant speed online, um, so I don't have Ugh. to do this on my own turn. Um, yeah, but I mean this can this can crap out a good amount of zombies. That's for sure. Um, let's see. So I've got that one in here. And then I've got Dread Summons. So this is another one that I had in Marin and fucked me a couple times. Huh. But hopefully there's a couple creature cards. Yeah. <laughs> or creature I'm, like, I'm looking at this like, Andy, what do, yeah, what do you think on this I, one, this, Andy? This is one that I might switch out um, for, uh, oh, damn it, what is it? Um, Empty the Pits. This is the one that I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, the other, so Empty the pit, Pits is XX. Black, 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 black. Uh, yeah, so shit. it's four black symbols right, and XX. Sl- slow down. So, ho oh, fuck, yeah. But it does have delve. So each card you exile from your graveyard while casting this spell pays for one. So you can rip and then, it up. Yeah, so put X 2 2 black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield. It's also instant speed. Which is which oh is nice. weird fuck yeah. fuck so, that so I don't even need uh, something out to help me with that uh, so dread summons is X black black so it's not XX which is nice um, but each player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard for each creature card put into the graveyard this way you put X two two black zombie creature tokens um, on the battlefield tapped. So yeah this I did have this in Marin because they printed it in her deck. God damn it, it fucked me a couple times, so I don't know. Another card that's dependent on who's at the board. But then again, right. like the deck is dependent on That's the the whole and that's that. what I'm thinking too, is like when I put this in here is like, you know what? I have to have those at the can at we, the table can we just anyway. Talk so. about that being a theme with Demir. Like it's just like utterly dependent on who's playing. It you. really is. It really is. <laughs> right. Um, and then the madness card that I was speaking of earlier, one that I'm really hoping to get off. Okay. Um, so is from under the floorboards. So it's from Shadows Over Innistrad. It's three black and a black. Put three two two black zombie creature tokens on the battlefield tapped, and you gain three life. But it's got Madness, X, Black, Black. 
so I can discard it and then I can pay the madness cost, right? So if from under the floorboards' madness cost was paid, instead put X of those tokens onto the battlefield and you gain X life. Ooh, so it could could be a huge life so swing. Another it could be a huge too. huge board state swing. Yeah, for sure. So as long as I can get this off, I've got the Merfolk looter out, or I've got the the Crypt Breaker, um, or I've got a cup with the wheels could work too. Um, if I wheel, I can discard this and okay. cast it for madness as well. Um, so yeah, if I can get that off, that's definitely one of the better ones for sure. But it's also hindering on the that I can pay its madness cost, right? Which who fucking knows how, yeah, how I mean, that's going to go like, you're, you're trying to line up the variables. Like, I don't know. Does this arm fit on that bastard? <laughs> so it on. I don't sure. know. Hopefully Just make a zombie. Works, Jeez, right. what do you want from me? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the deck. Um, the only other thing that we haven't super touched on is my instance in here. Um, so I do typically, I, I like blue as a color, so I do have a, a decent uh, counter spell. <laughs> package in here um swan song uh i do have swan song i do have swan i do have swan song and counterspell in here what's he got what else he got uh so i did happen to pull a foil countervailing winds he's trying out the Um, countervailing winds and i like yeah i don't yeah it's good, and no, I have I like that more than once I've run into a game where I have, especially with with Talrand, when I had him very counter boo. Yeah, um, I ran into a lot of situations where the I had a lot of counters boo. and didn't need to have that many counters. Right? It's a hard balance to strike um, or for sure. or early game. Yeah, early game. I don't want to counter someone's like dark steel ingot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Maybe you do. <laughs> Jeez, maybe, I, maybe you're I, that guy, I'm Cody. That, that guy, you know, fuck your mana, dude. I'm countering it. Fuck countering it. Yeah, I'm going to counter Dude, I'm yeah. development. I'm ramping. What God do you want from damn me? it, dude. <laughs> fuck. You're the person, like, in Monopoly. That's like like somebody gets like one of the what what are the poor tiles right <laughs> like one of the early purple it's over guys he's already got a monopoly it's like it's the weakest monopoly it's dude the Can you chill one. out calm down <laughs> um, and my one of my favorite counter spells uh, forbid is in here um, one that I used the other night a couple times that uh, especially in uh, my crew fix deck. I have enough cards. I don't give a fuck about discarding two cards to to buy it back. Yeah, yeah that, that one makes rough, that right? one makes me nervous. That's it's a good. that's a good it's card. A damn good card. Every time I've had it, I don't know. I liked it when I played the Mimeoplasm because it was like I can discard stuff to plasm. Right. But right. I don't know. I it's it's a lot. It's th- it's it's like the worst kind of card advantage. You lose three to counter one. That's true. But then they know you have another one, so it's like right. You may give other people hesitation. And that right. in itself is is like I don't know spiritual card advantage. <laughs> <laughs> like that's true. What's the point? He's going to counter it. It's like well, you know, right. we actually had that By conversation the other night. Exactly. We, exactly. We with, knew with like, Crufix, Yeah. Well, and in that instance, I had both of my buyback counter spells in my hand. Yeah. Too. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to uh, play the spell the one, and just make him do it. More <laughs> intensive. Yeah. So forbids just one a blue and a black to counter a spell. And you can buy it back for discarding two cards, okay. um, which is good. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much the whole deck. Um, so, so let me ask you the question with your your counter magic here. For sure. Um, like, what's what's the point? 
Um, so with with this deck, so I that's another thing I try and think about with counters because it's it's I use them differently in different decks. Okay, right. Uh, so in Talrand, I'm countering to be disruptive. Okay, and to get Drakes also. Um, where in here, I really don't feel like I'm gonna need to disrupt other people. Um, Unless I have to, I guess. Like, unless something massive is going to hit the board. Sure. And if something is, it's definitely nice to have a have a counter in your hand, for sure. Um, so I think it, it could feel that. But really what this is, is to back up my big zombie spell. Gotcha. Right? So you're, you're trying to protect um, whatever it is that yeah, you're, you're trying to accomplish. Especially from under the floorboards, where if I do get the madness cost, I would be fucking pissed if that got countered. And, uh... So... Blue is Andy's favorite color. And blue is so. Andy's favorite color. Dude, I have, who are you talking about? I'm sitting <laughs> so, right here. For that reason, I, I've actually got, uh, I don't think I put it in the maybe board, but one that I'm considering switching in, depending on how countervailing wins goes, um, is Overwhelming Denial. Okay. Um, which is one that, that's got the surge cost on there. So it's for a blue and a blue to counter target spell, but it can't be countered. It's a good combo. Projector. can't be countered. Mm. And it's surge for just regular counter spell, blue blue. So okay. it's, it's, it's the Perfect one. Right. It's the best counter protect it's the best combo protector counter. Like backup, yeah. Because it becomes a counter spell that's uncounterable for the same cause. Yeah, basically like, because what's what's the other one? The final word? It's final word for oh, yeah. less. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um so it's good. So so I I think that's a really good thing to like distinguish for blue players is for that sure. like there's the countering because that's like the strategy, you're disrupting people's game, and then there's countering sure. to uh, protect what you're doing. In this case, like you're not going to want to be trigger happy with your counter spells. Right. Like it, it's got to right. be the difference between am I is this going to like make me lose the game or not? Right, for sure. Um, and then I do have a couple cards that I wanted to talk about that I'm debating because I'm definitely the type of deck builder that when I build a deck, it's like 130 cards. <laughs> And then I, I see, have I to see like, you've got a maybe board, and I'm uh, like, geez, like, you're that guy. Of like huh? 16 cards, I know, and not even all of them are. Yeah, are and like you definitely have I'm stuff on your mind. As well. I know, so it's bad, but I, I guess it depends on on kind of what I want. So one of one of my favorite zombie cards um, that hasn't performed as well as I want, I do have a copy of it. Uh, is Endless Ranks of the Dead. Mm. Um, so that one is an enchant that at the beginning of your upkeep put X two two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield where X is half the number of zombies you control rounded down. I don't, I don't remember. Have you used this card before? I have, but it gets removed almost. I fucking almost hate right it away. because it never it's, pays off. It's, well, and it's it's the same <laughs> thing with like when I had Mind's Dilation in my Rushby deck that like I cast it like three or four times because I kept getting it back out of my yard, uh-huh. but it just it never sticks around. Yeah, I don't know. It's, That's it's one where it's rock. like. Like everybody for, knows, for you can see it from a mile away that it could be potent. So right. it just it's like and that's and that's kind of why I've gone with this more mill strategy rather than the drain strategy. Okay, because it's one you can see from a mile away. Okay, um, so something I actually wanted to get your guys' opinion on are these these two cards, and I've seen it uh, when we played last weekend. Um, the Illusionist Bracers, mm. which I have in the sideboard. Um, very good card for sure. Um, so it's two for an artifact equipment, and the equip cost is three. Whenever the ability of equipped creature is activated, if it isn't a mana ability, copy that ability. You may choose new targets for that copy. So basically, I get two triggers. Yeah, one. Uh, it. I don't know. It to me. It how much is this activated? 
four. It's four. How much is it? a full a fully equipped is what five it's three? Well, to it's get it out and then to the equip is five. Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. I over this. Yeah, this one. This this equipment is is really good when what you're equipping it to doesn't have any additional mana costs. In my experience, it's sure. just me, right? So it's like to activate his ability twice, it would cost you eight. Mm-hmm. To get this to work on the same turn, it would cost you what nine? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's an additional mana. Okay, yeah. But so when be, you when you move into an untap, what it would be less symbols though. Like be you less, can I'd you can choose whatever twice. you want. It's true. Yeah, you would be less less held up with mana. Like if you need to really hold two blue up or something like that, so that's always a consideration. Be an issue in this deck. If you activating, so ability. so I think the thing you're referring to is I had it on Rhesus last weekend, and, and Illusionist Bracers was never removed. That's true. Uh, if Brad's playing. It's gonna get busted. It's gonna get busted because he knows. It's good. Yeah. Um, That's true. I, I, I got away with having it on Reese and I pushed the issue like when I it got used, like uh, I don't know, man. For sure. This this card, it's it's like it's like the parallel lives for Riku, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it some cards they're just so greedy. Like, like yeah, the, should they stick? Or uh they work great, the, but everyone just kinda knows to get rid of it. Yeah, like, like Paradox Engine for the elf dude from Kaladesh, what's his name? Rishkar. Oh, Rishkar, yeah, that's like Paradox Engine in any deck, yeah. Like it just I don't any know. Deck that wants to tap I, stuff, see, but yeah. that doesn't have any like as soon as the Paradox Engine's out, it it doesn't it dude, the card's busted. It doesn't there's nothing more that needs to be paid. As soon as you get those effects rolling, like here right. we go. That's, this it's like you're for sure. I mean it's it's because I've I've heard a decent amount of talk of whether this card will get be banned or not? Illusionist um, bracers? Or no, not illusionist bracers. Paradox. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, not illusionist bracers. Bad. No, it's I not that it's bad. Bannable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, the fact that it's non-land. I try think, it. I think it. you should exactly. I think yeah. you should try it. And then I've also got paradox haze in here as to well. Double your upkeep. To double the upkeep. So this this is one I I still have from Zedru, Um to double Zedru's ability. But you're um, trying to avoid that. Hated upkeep anyway. Exactly. So that's so that's why it's on. Maybe it's like I like, don't know if I want to wait because the idea with this is that I'd wait until I want to be using right. that X ability to start putting the pressure on people. To me, this is like <sighs> um, the equivalent of gratuitous violence for Perforos. It's like okay. when you're going to upkeep or or, or even Nakusa. Like this is like when you're going to upkeep or you're going to land a bunch of spells. You f- put this into play beforehand because if sure. you leave this thing out. Everyone's going to see what you're doing from a mile away. Oh, yeah. And your deck is already tooled to, n- to not have not. that really, like, huge, hey, everybody lose 80 life. Like That's true. Like, remember the last game that we played? And for whatever reason, like, and I really didn't think this was going to be a thing. Um, it was the the cycling enchant that made you guys lose two. Oh, right. Oh, my it just, God. over time. Dude, you, that, that, was that bad, thing actually dude. really worried me a lot. I was like, it oh, my gosh, he's going to kill us well, with this. Especially right. with what Tiff was doing with Nath, That's making true. us lose life anyway. It. And then you yeah. were just redirecting all your damage to us. Fuck, yeah, that was scary. It was pretty rough. Um, but that's what I mean. It was only two, and you guys left it out for so long. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. if the upkeeps are staying around, like, if these, if these upkeeps are, you're teleplaying only, like, one... For two, sure. For sure. A three maybe here or there. I don't think you're going to get people going, all right, we just... Because eventually, like, we can't kill the god completely. Like, in, short of an exile or somebody steals him or something like that, like, I think that the solution will be, let's just get him out of the game. 
That is going right. to be I don't want to be upkeeping into six damage. Like, and everyone right. will be like, this is the, this is the, because when we did our set review, I kind of said this, like, cards like this pull an unreasonably high amount of hate. That's true. But then they pull pretty much the right amount. Like, if left unchecked, they're just going to kill the game. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. It's, it's hard for some players to go, does everyone's life total as it approaches zero, like any red player, they should let you do your thing. Right. And then just snake it. <laughs> you know? Right. Just jump into the But last everyone second. else, they're not interested in that. Like an Ozorius or like an Orzhov deck, this is the last damn right. thing they want. Because well, it's that's not like, in their favor. Oh, what right, I've experienced you know? in trying to usher my, my little brother into into the game with, with Mogus, the god of slaughter, that mm-hmm. we we played just with me, my little brother, my other little brother, and uh, my neighbor. Um, and we experienced with, with that a little bit that neighbor, you, know, you don't want to. Tim? Yeah. Does he have a deck? Um, a little bit. No, he just used one of mine. Oh. So he, he played like, he played like draft. <laughs> not interesting. And, I'm he, not interested. Yeah. and he's a purist. The price, yeah, to right. be baptized into the Church of Commander, you have to have your own deck. <laughs> right. well, dude, it's a commitment, man. Like, <laughs> it here's, is, it it, it's too many cards to hand somebody and be like, here, it's man, here's so my much. 99 well, cards. It's so, true. So like, what I did know what you're is doing. I just took out all of the tutors that I had in there and then just stuffed like, Good stuff that I had that I knew would be decent. Oh, because you wouldn't know what a tutor. Well, yeah. especially like yeah. especially That's in decks point. like Marin, where I have like like eight tutors in Marin because I want to get yeah, like certain to, things to or whatever you, you know, know. That's like you. <laughs> I don't want to sit here while he's reading all the nine eight tutors. Cards. You eight tutors. In yeah, dude, I have a lot. <laughs> you tutor ho. Dude. Yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've even got fucking the Liliana that tutors in there, like. Damn. Oh my god, I You're know. like Sylvan. There's some, there's some You're like Sylvan Learning Center, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but anyway, so where my little brother played Mana Barbs on turn three. And no, ain't nobody like that card. <laughs> Guy it's after like, my own heart. I know, right? <laughs> Whenever you're building with red, Andy's like, oh, oh, you know what you should put in that deck? Mana Barbs. <laughs> no. All right. But, yeah, but so anyway, what, so I've got. So, Really, I've got one last card that I wanted to ask you guys about as far as I think this one would be good uh, to kind of shed the light off of myself. Um, So it's the Custody Lich um, from from, uh, Conspiracy 2. Custody Lich? What? So it's three, a black, and a black for a zombie cleric. Is it Uh, Custody? Is it Custody or Custody? Is it the one with the eye at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Custody? I have, I have no idea. The custodian know. lich sounds yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Custodian. Custody lich sounds custody, like some kind of like divorce. Dude, dude, your mop like it lost all of its like right, all of its mop. Okay, what does he do? Just so got a when custody now. lich enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. Um, oh, and dope. whenever you become the monarch, target player sacrifices a creature. Hmm. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. So I want to see somebody bring Monarch to the table. Well, it's, I think Monarch, from what we've seen when we... When, wait, when can you hear me with that again? What wait, what gives you Monarchy? Just it's, when it enters the battlefield, you become the Monarch. It introduces Monarchy. And then right. Monarch and then is on the, the table. The it's there for the rest of the game. Wait, have we seen Monarch Nobody, in any of our I don't Commander think anybody games? in our metas well, used Monarch. We did when we drafted Conspiracy 2, me, you, and Brad. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I think it's bad. It's good. Fuck, like it's awesome. Well, especially talk about, you know, Are you telling me that the, where's your Monarch card? Are we going to all have to, like, program a Monarch card into our deck? Like, yes! <laughs> it's just a... No, you're going to have one in yours, and you're just going to pass it around. So I do have a Monarch in one of my other decks, but I've I've hesitated to play it just because I didn't know how it was going to... Dude, I want to see it, man, because like that card draw is so hot. Yeah, in my Scion deck, I've got the Skyline Despo. I thought you didn't want to pull hate, though. Like, what... 
That's a good point. Like, Dude. I'm going to be coming after you to get we'll, that crown, We'll bro. kill you. Well, yeah, but just to touch you. And me, then we'll be the king. You guys will have just it. Just to touch you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll All you have, have to it. do is hit me with combat, and then you guys have it, and then I won't fucking worry about you for the rest of the game. I'll kill other people. <laughs> Dude, I just want you to other, play it then so other people so will want to play it. Yeah. Right? Right. So the idea is I get this out, someone taps me for, for a little bit. Hopefully they won't kill Here, me. To here's, get it. here's the problem with the, this card in this particular deck to me. Mm-hmm. Is it's five converted mana cost? It is, it is which is the, which is curve. your well, and that's your commander exactly. Um, yeah, and you, you have a, and you have the activations, and you have a few other hot cards in there like consuming aberration that, that are in that, that are slot right as well. Five. Yeah. So I I don't know what I would I want out to see it. that card played, but mm-hmm. I just don't think you're going to play it. In this be, deck. And my curve has has worked out really well where I have it right now. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would flip out for it because I is with zombies. Zombies are fucking expensive. Like the good ones are fucking. Yeah, like I feel like you're gonna be trying really hard to get yourself enough mana to for do sure. to do what you want to do. Especially his his activated. Too. Yeah, because he's gonna be so, like which is, got which is why I've got like eleven ramp sources in here. Um, because he is mana hungry. So so. I want to wrap the Scarab God conversation up, but sure. Andy and I, when we were doing a preview of, of Hour of Devastation, we were talking about how like this seems like one of those decks where whoever builds it, Cody, <laughs> uh, they're going to build it and they're going to kind of like have fun with it a little bit, mm-hmm. but not win as often as they want to. Right. And then there's going to be, you know, like, the sweet, like, scarab god spirit whispering to you. <laughs> Infinite the, combos. Yeah. Put the guild mage in it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so, Chief Ascension. So, oh, fuck. How do you know whether or not, like, your deck is... Do you feel like is, you're going to end I, up doing I, it? I, I don't. So right now, I don't think I'm going to just because I feel like I've experienced that with Grimgrin, and it made me not want to play it after I put it in there. Okay. Um, ah, shit. So, so so what what I'm what I guess what I'm curious about then is how how good does this deck need to be for you to be content with it? God. That's a good question. Like can you make the game interesting <laughs> but never win? <laughs> but not win? Right, well that's that's the issue that I had with Caesar, dude. I love that deck. Okay. But I I think I won once and I played it easily like probably 20 times. Okay. And like yeah, I you get you gave that one a good a good I old fucking it, it, it had a nice dude. sample but size. I, I I loved it. But yeah, at the end of the day like I don't know, I feel like we're all kind of spiky in this. In this, and you want to win. Like it's a game. You, you it's true. Win. It's true. Um, and in Commander, it's hard too. And it's something I, with my little brother, that's hindered him out of the game a little bit, is because he Who? gets super salty, dusty. Really? Gets, yeah. Which is weird that like he gets huh. salty when he doesn't win a lot or whatever. And I told him I was like, dude, you're gonna have a lower percentage of winning. It's it's four people. We yeah, typically it's a multiplayer play, game. We typically play with five or six. So really, it's like you've got. You can ex- if you're a good player, you'll win a fifth of the time. Yeah. Whereas, like in a two-player format, you're good if you can get up to where you win half the time. 
Yeah, like you're, over you're, that, right. yeah, and then your budget and what that what the meta like. There's exactly. there's too many. There's well, and he's 18. Yeah. He's just getting his first job. It's like he can't, dude. Put spend all that it. little yeah, Caesar's it's... money on our on our commander, dude. <laughs> throw it, dude. You. Throw it right into a Gaia's cradle and get a green deck on, dude, and you'll be fine. That's how you um, do it, magic. All right, all right. <laughs> so you've you've got another zombie deck, so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Locust God, Andy. Niv Cricket. Niv Cricket. <laughs> what do you What do you got for us, bro? Oh, man. Okay, before I start, don't tell Niv Mizzet I'd made this list. I won't tell him, dude. Just don't. Dude, I've got a trip planned do you want- to Ravnica. Dude, fuck you don't, dude. And, uh... Oh. He's just gonna read my mind. I can't. I, I don't you can't know. help it. He's, he's just like, he's gonna get in there and he's gonna, you know. You ever been to the see. beaches of Ravnica, dude? Like I'm not, I'm not even gonna say that he's in the other 99 because he is, but that's not good enough for him. <laughs> of course not. You know? So yeah, I I kind of said this in the set review. Um, I can't. Sound? I can't, and I won't. <laughs> probably you no. Know, they're just like crickets, man. Oh. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Did my only do my fucking list or what? Here? I'm gonna go download sound effects. Don't worry about it, Cody. <laughs> Dude, download just, the sound effects. Throw them in there. You guys are stepping on my groove. Okay, hey, do your thing. So I kind of. S- <laughs> you guys are stepping on my crickets. <laughs> That's right, but there's too many of them. There's so, so many, we can't even. We can't. So yeah, I kind of thought like I can't do both. Right, this list will replace the Niv Mizzet list that I have. Right? Okay. So to kind of put it out there, and it's kind of similar to what Cody's experienced. He's had. I mean, not as far, but I've had a love-hate relationship with Niv-Mizzet since I started playing Commander. It's, I don't know what you hate about him. He's like, he's good, but... Well, I think there's just, there's there's not a lot of ways to build him, right? True. He's not a very good engine. He's a one-trick pony, right? And that trick he does is very well. To me, he's, like, and I said it before, he's the quintessential glass cannon of Commander, right? Yeah. Either you win freaking hard or you just die hard. Like, there's there's no... <laughs> You're like, well, I cast my Commander once. What, what, are, what are you handing to him right now? You Make go, him look at Niv, You dude. go into your stash and pull out a foil Niv-Mizzet and push it over to me while I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking, dude, I'm sorry. Dude, this was like a made-for-TV moment I'm like, right now. Like, I've got the Locust God in here, too. Like, actually. Andy's looking look at, at Niv-Mizzet across the room, and and he, he wanders over to the table like, hey, what on the street is you're going to betray me, bruh? Hey, hey, Andy. So the list is... is the, the, sorry, Niv. Let me just do this. It's for the podcast. I'm just going to get it out of the way. I've got a I copy promise of, I'll of never Draco leave. Genius, too. Okay, let's do that's this. Niv, that's Niv idiot. Niv, that's, that's Niv true. Draco idiot. Niv almost good. Yeah. So, yeah, Locust God. They have some similarities, and I'll just hit the Locust God. It's four blue and a red. Flying, whenever you draw a card, create a 1-1 blue and red insect creature token with flying and haste. So it's the haste part that just unleashes this, right? So, yeah, haste is pretty nice. It also is not as color-hungry as Niv-Mizzet. Right, because Niv-Mizzet... So this is kind of where the similarities are, right? So when Niv-Mizzet, Niv-Mizzet is two, a blue, a blue, a red, a red, so it's it's more color-intensive. And then, yeah, right. flying, whenever you draw a card, Niv-Mizzet, the fire mine, deals one damage to target creature or player draw a card. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I I remember hearing once, I think it, it was way back when I first started doing this, was he's the reason they did the commander combat damage. Oh, it because was, he could just like... Yeah, you wheel your hand three times and they're done. 
right. you know, rather right. so it needed that to be combat sense. damage, not just damage, because it says not just it deals it. Because he is the source. So they're similar. So like, if he had infect, he could give infect. No, that's yeah, that still right. works. But before but it's like twenty-one commander points. The commander yeah. Rule. Yeah. So um, the similarity between there, like, yeah, so, like, the it's one point of damage, right? Like, you get a locust, it sure. attacks, one damage. You draw a card, Nibmizit pings, one damage. So Nibmizit can tap to draw a card, but that's about as far as they go, right? So then the last part of the locust god is pay two, a red and a blue, draw a card, then discard a card. So his activated is way steeper, yeah, but mm-hmm. it doesn't tap him. And then, yeah, that last god clause, the, the bad, bad play god clause is that when the locust god dies, return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. Hmm. So I'm just going to say it. I th- I honestly... I'm so sorry, Niv. I, I, I honestly think that the locust god is a better commander. It's it's power creep in motion right there. Okay. Right? For sure. He's harder to get rid of permanently. That's a big problem for Niv. Niv, when you, if somebody manages to kill him once... And You're it, already underwater. He's now eight right. mana. The and other the combos thing, you they need. do the dark steel mutation or whatever oh, on him. Then you're just yeah. Well, the other thing right. with Niv is it's kind of a dead yeah. turn when you cast Niv Mizzet right, because it's so it's big. Just, yeah, you get him out. He doesn't have haste. Yeah. He's just sitting there. You you there if you go to find a Niv Mizzet primer right. There that's an awesome read. There's one out there, and I mm-hmm. could probably put it in the description, but. It, actually, there's a whole segment on when to cast Niv Mizzet. Oh man, he's a combo it's a piece. Struggle, right? He's not. He a, he's a not a just piece. like okay, he's out. Right. You know what I mean? It's like he's a piece of a combo. So sure. In that regard, if you if you're if you're out there considering doing an Izet deck that's centered around drawing cards, honestly, 100. percent These two are so comparable, but I think I think I'd say start with the Locust God. You know, okay. And then if you're really like, I don't. So, so here's my idea for the Locust God. Let's hear it. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of attack from every angle. (laughs) I I wanted if I was gonna do this, I was gonna be like, I don't want it to be one trick pony. I want it to be assaulting my opponents with with different threats. Okay. The the draw is a threat. The bugs are a threat. The like I even have like some mill strategy in here. It's like I'm attacking everything that you've got going on. <laughs> is my awesome. thought. I didn't want to be like, okay, I'm gonna combo off and just like get it. I did leave some of those pieces in that I had Niv Mizzet in there because I kind of wanted an objective. Like, okay, let's say I can't make this work. Okay. So some of the big the big combo with with the Locust God, and I don't know if I should say it first or last, but it's mm-hmm. the Skull Clamp. Yeah, oh, like the, it's yeah, kind of funny. It's like be... if there is ever a deck made for the Skull Clamp, fuck yeah, this one right. right here. Any any token deck just lights this card on fire, but this one specifically because yeah. it will replace uh, the tokens. So one mana, right. yeah, one mana equipped creature gets plus one negative one. Whenever the equipped creature dies, draw two cards. So the second so you equip two card infinite. right? So since you well nearly so since the second you equip a bug. The bug replaces itself with two bugs. Right. Oh, you've got to pay for the for so you'd have it would hinder on. So, so you need to have like a, a yeah, that's all so it. that's there. Then you that's that would be infinite. So yeah, you yeah. have one bug out, or you'd, you'd also would need, be infinite. You would need two bugs. mana too because you'd net one mana from the Ashnod's altar. Actually, no, well, you would no, need it, you would need one bug. You'd, I'm kind of trying to walk this through. So let, yeah, let me walk you through it. Locust God's out. Sure. You upkeep. You'd put your bug out. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, you pay three. Resolve your. Ashnod's altar. Okay, so you pretty only you pretty much only need five mana to do this to okay. start right. it, which you should already have. You have your locust god, right? Sure. So 
it's that it's that bad, man. Like I'm just telling you, it's that bad. Yeah. So Locust God's out. Okay. You upkeep into your bug because you draw your card. Right. And mm-hmm. then put out your Ashdown's altar for three. Then pay one, put out your skull clamp, pay another one, equip. You get two bugs. Sack first bug to Ashdown's altar, gaining three again. Mm-hmm. We're getting then two, eat right? The, eat the left. Yeah, no, Ashdown's altar gives you. Yeah, you're right. It gives, it gives you, it gives you two. Generic, yeah, yeah, it gives you two. Gives you two colorless. Reequip the second one. Get two more bugs. You're always netting an extra bug. You've right. Got, you've right. officially gone infinite, and you can draw your entire library. Zitz, there's another one with going back to zombies for a hot second. That's one of the big ones in Grim Grin was uh, the Grave Titan because he comes in and brings the two zombies. Yeah. Ashnod's Altar to get the mana and Nim Deathmantle to so, bring back Grave Titan netting one zombie. Okay. Yeah, as long as you're netting an extra token to eat, yeah, then it's, it's the same concept. So, right. so Andy, less like, convoluted. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at this a little bit deeper because I'm like seeing, okay, you can draw as much as you want. Right. Mm-hmm. Until you run out of cards to draw. Well, you... Right. Yeah, that is you true. You so technically don't back. have infinite bugs. You have a bug for every card. Well, so, no, you have... You have, like, days undoing in there? You have two... Two for every. Well, that ends of the turn. I mean, you could, you could, ha- you, they do have haste. You could attack. So, yeah, you, you've got. Or what's the I, I guess, I, nexus or whatever? I guess what I'm trying that? to say is where are you going with that? Right. Oh, this combo. Yeah. Yeah. So, if we're just talking about the bugs that you're getting out of, the, out of this whole thing, mm-hmm. um, Impact Tremors are preferos. Everyone's just taking two, yeah, two, one to two damage every time a new bug comes in. <sighs> So Impact Tremors is a one one and a red. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, Impact Tremors deal was damage to each opponent. Jeez. So for one skull skull equip, everyone loses two. If Perforos is out, which is definitely the better option because it's indestructible, everybody loses four. Right. So you don't even need to worry about propaganda effects. You can go around them. That's why those two Mm -hmm. are in there. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's very easy to put this stuff online. And what's cool about it is that Absent the parts, they still work. Like the skull clamp by itself, even if you don't have the Ashlands altar yet, still yeah, being works able really to do good. that is really awesome. Yeah, you just empty your mana pool, and eventually you draw into it. Maybe that you right there is something love, that shitload, shitload of cards. Yeah, or right. you can draw into the altar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that that's one thing that I didn't have with Niv Mizzet. It was all an all or nothing kind of thing. Sure, it wasn't a sure. lot of like, oh well, I have a part of a combo, and it's still pretty good. You know, right. huh. okay, right. So a lot of the deck is 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 wheels, and I mean wheeling right. hard because. I found that with originally with Niv Mizzet, you're digging for parts, and that's the quickest way to do it. A wheel will get you way more cards than any other effect in hand. It's almost oh, like yeah. a pseudo tutor, right? A little bit. You're just going. Yeah, digging, stuff digging, so fast. digging through like seven cards. That's... Yeah. So Magus of the Wheel, he's a fourteen dollar card. I can't even believe it. But yeah, two and a red sacrifice, or pay a red and a or a color, a generic, a red and a tap. Sacrifice Magus the Will. Each player discards his or her hand, then draws seven of the car- seven okay. cards. So he's a he's a Magus of the f- Wheel of Fortune. Wow, he went. He spiked recently. Right. Uh, Whirlpool Warrior, which is like the poor man's Wheel of Fortune. When Whirl- two right. in a blue, when Whirlpool Whirlpool Warrior enters the battlefield, shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many cards. Nice. Then you can pay red, sacrifice Whirlpool War- Warrior. Each player shuffles the cards from his or her hand into his or her library, then draws that many cards. So. People get really freaked out when you start wheeling because they don't trust their deck. They like their hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. don't need to let go of that notion if you play Niv Mizzet or the Scu- or the Locust God. You I'm need to trust so, yeah. your deck and just get just go go, go, go right. Go. go. Um, yeah. There's more. Uh, there's more effects like the Whirlpool Warrior. There's the Whirlpool Rider. He's just two. 
uh, one in a blue, when Whirlpool Rider comes into play, shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many cards. So he only does nice. it once. So he's a weaker version. Then there's the Whirlpool Drake, three in a blue, flying 2-2. Two, two. When Whirlpool Drake comes into play, shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many cards. Then when Whirlpool Drake is put into the graveyard from play, shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many (laughs) cards. So he's like a Whirlpool warrior that you can't trigger that other part when you want it. Right. You gotta just, just hope he dies. So wheel effect after wheel effect after wheel effect minus wheel of fortune. That is a non-budget acquisition for this deck for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because a wheel of fortune will, will run you. But so I'll, I'll just say those now, right now. The the two that are non-budget acquisitions that if you can afford them, you 100% should do it. It's the Phyrexian altar. So it's exactly the same as the Ashdod's altar, mm-hmm. except for it adds one of any color. Right. Mm-hmm. So that unlocks you from what pretty much what's in your hand. The infinite right. I mentioned. It, it doesn't. It just nets you infinite colorless and infinite card draw, but you're locked off on color. It is just one color. mana with the Phyrexian altar. It is just it? one. Right, but it's but giving it's you a color, so right. it's it is counter magic yeah. blue. Like, if you fill your hand up, like pull back bucks, up with it. It's, it's like, yeah. It, it's yeah, like and it's, well, it's really, it's think, very good. That's I think why. that might be worth then, mentioning for, for sake <clears> of our <throat> podcast. Most of the time, like, I, we're not, do we're not including cards that are ridiculously expensive unless we happen to possess them already. People, mm-hmm. I've, I've typically found that, especially on Tapped Out and EDA Trek and stuff, people don't play with those cards a lot. Yeah. Because they're so expensive. There's always that one dude that comes and comments and says, you should, you know, you should put that, like, yeah. Vampiric Tutor. It's like, well, I don't have there, a Vampiric yeah, Tutor. Yeah. Yeah, Vampiric well, I mean, Tutor, I've, yeah, it's like... Right. I've got one, thankfully. <laughs> but so yeah, it's the, like yeah, the cards you I pull one. Yeah, it's the, like it's hard to buy those. The cards I put on into this list, like I either already have them or whatever. I mean, I know that's not fair, but it, a lot of the time, yeah, well, like if it's over twenty bucks, it's it's hard to get yourself to buy a card like that. I would only do that if it's like the deck has to have it to even function. Right. And right. none of, and, I mean. Very rarely do I pick commanders that need stuff like that. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be an expensive deck. <clears throat> well, and especially if it's just one card, because that's one card out of your ninety-nine. Right. Unless you have eight tutors like in Marin, then it's it's hard to <laughs> You're say scraping for some others. In right. That well, case. it's hard to say I'm going to get this card every game because the deck depends on it. Um, if you don't have enough tutors to to reasonably draw into it. Well, let, let's get back to the deck, Andy. So uh, we're talking wheels. You're willing hard. Making what, bugs. What, making bugs. What else are you doing? So my other angle of attack besides Perforos and Impact Tremors is um, a mill strategy, right? So okay. the, the two that stick out is Jace's Erasure. Um, one oh. and a blue. Whenever you draw a card, you may have a target player put the top card of his or her library into his or her graveyard. So every time I draw, somebody mills, right? Nice. Which is happening often because so, I'm mealing. So what? Uh, do you have an angle for milling, or just like do you feel like you're going to mill enough that you could actually make that a win con? I mean, who who's going to out who's going to outdraw me? And the other thing is I have resets in the deck, so I have points in the deck where the whole thing gets put back. Okay. Like I'm wheeling into You'll a reset to. and I so go you're, back. you're not limited to just your hundred cards. Right. So if I hit those resets, then what I mean by reset is the graveyard becomes the library, the hand becomes the library, I'm back to square one again. Mm-hmm. But if this enchantment's sure. out and I can continue to keep like the permanents allow me to keep going, I can just mill everybody into the ground. Right. Right. Because I feel like propaganda or uh what is it? Solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. 
God. Sphere of Safety is Sphere, one that we've seen in our meta recently. Glacial Chasm. Uh-huh. These are big cards that, that defend people from damage. And the other, the, everything I've listed so far has only been damage based. Either by combat. Well, there's okay. Let me go, let me go back. There is one more. There is one combat one that's pretty nuts. So let me. So lines of attack. I should probably say this at the beginning, but this is what it is, right? Either you're attacking people to death with the bugs by either making an infinite number of them or a number that people don't want to figure out and they just scoop. Okay. Or you're making them very big, right? And I think you're, I know you're thinking um, coat of arms. It ain't in. The list. No, I was gonna say I. I, yeah. Right, because I don't want their help going up. Right. I want the skull clamp to continue to work. If they right. become big, big on both sides, their toughness. So we're talking about right. something red that's just going to add to oh, their yeah. so, some so fire breathing type. It, no, it's, it's 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 so two and a red uh, <clears throat> enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks, it gets plus one plus zero until the end of the turn for each other attacking creature that shares a creature type. Oh, with you. So it's shared animosity. Oh, so, that's a good shit. one. That's right. a good one. It's it is it's an eleven dollar card. I have one from Cranko. It ain't gonna be in Cranko if I make this. <laughs> Fucking hell. So yeah, there's the attack range, the attack one. Here's the other attack idea, right? It's mm-hmm. so there. It's Breath of Fury. It's two a red and a red enchant creature you control. So you enchant one bug, right? Mm-hmm. When enchanted creature deals combat damage to a player, sacrifice it and attach Breath of Fury to a creature you control. If you do, untap all creatures you control, and after this phase, there's an additional combat phase. <laughs> so okay. for, I get as many combats for how many bugs I get. But this gets a little nutty with something like Coastal Piracy. <laughs> I, that's one of my or, favorite cards. Or Biden I, I want to put it. Those are both... Obviously, auto includes for this right. deck. Right. So, Coastal Piracy says whenever a creature, whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to an opponent, you may draw a card. I love. So, that. if I've got Breath of Fury on a bug, I connect. I create that many more bugs. That one dies. I come back. I keep coming back. I'll just. Hang. It's a swarm, man. It's like you're locked in the house. And you're just getting like they're just attacking from it. They're coming in through the windows. They're coming in through the freaking vents. They're coming You'll in through the sewer. Right. So it's, it's so flavorful. Like it's so perfectly flavorful. Honestly, like the locust god and yeah. So yeah, that's their. That's one way they're going to get you. The other way. So that's the combat way. The other way, yeah, is obviously the impact tremors. When they enter, they just deal damage. Okay. Uh, right. Prefero, they deal damage. You could do War Storm Surge. It's a lot God more mana, damn. but that way you could target creatures. I don't know if you're already chaining off, though. I don't think you're yeah, really going to. You mind. may not. You probably yeah. don't need to be doing yeah, that because War Storm Surge gives you that extra like flexibility. And then yeah, that last, that last, and I'm not even talking about the other win cons. I'm just talking about the attack. The last one is For yeah, sure. the 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 mill strategy. So <clears throat> if they've protected themselves from combat damage and they protected themselves from just just strange damage mm-hmm. then I guess the last and farther reaching one is yeah Jace's Erasure and Sphinx's Tutelage Sphinx's Tutelage Sphinx's is a little tutelage. bit more of a bastard of a card yeah. it's two and a blue whenever you draw a card target opponent puts the top two cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard if you're both if they're both non-land cards that share a color repeat this process so this one gets a little weird yeah so target the monocolored person and they're gonna be getting flushed down the toilet pretty quick but remember I'm I'm doing this a lot. I'm challenging their library a lot. Yes, yeah, right, so you don't even right, care if right. it's if it's just going like yeah once through the tutelage. Like. Right. I, I think putting Minecrank in, I didn't put that in the list because it's like the only reason I'm really doing this is so I'm I, to get around people that are preventing damage. Right. So you don't have to mill lose, in order to damage. Yeah. Or if they can't lose life because 
what's the point of Minecraft? They have to take damage to mill cards. Right. I don't want to mill people just for the hell of it. it nine times out of ten, it's actually enabling them. I'm doing this. I'm digging for this. If I'm, you know, like maybe they think they're safe, right? Oh, yeah. And sure. you're like, oh, I'm protected. All your stuff doesn't work. I'll play that off and be like, all right, yeah, you're protected. I'm just going to keep making bugs and point them at other people or whoever. Mm-hmm. But really what I'm looking for are these last two last and and quite long shot of a gambit to get this done. But you're going to draw right. it. It's going to happen. Well, it's, Especially if I'm yeah. wheeling as hard as I think well, I am. It's, yeah. it's not too difficult to work that into the strategy because if you've got that out and then you play like Enter the Infinite. Which is in the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... So there... Maybe I should do like the... The okay... I love the... Art, I really need art. to freaking win category. Like we need to end this. All right? So with Niv-Mizzet, there was a combination of cards that I was digging for pretty hard because I was allowed to see so much of my deck. The first piece was Dream Halls. Okay. So, mm-hmm. and this is a controversial one, at least in our meta, because it, yeah. it just triggers people. So, Dream Halls is three, a blue, and a blue. And it's, this one's hard to wrap your head around, so maybe I'll try to explain it. Instead of paying the casting cost for a spell of any color, its caster may choose and discard a card that shares at least one color with that spell. If the spell has X in its casting cost, X is zero, because you're kind of circumventing costs. So, once this gets out, you, you can free cast pretty much half of your hand. Right. It becomes very difficult for people to deal with you when you can just cheat that much stuff. Now, they get two as well. They it's symmetrical, well. right? But the big thing that you're looking for is to be able to cheat in Omniscience, where you've completely gone ahead of them with that. So Omniscience is seven, a blue, a blue, uh, and a blue. You cast non-land cards from your hand without paying their mana costs. You've become pretty much... You've cut off MTG. the other half of Dream Halls, basically. Like, right. right. It's it's welcome to MTG God mode. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're you're just... Nothing costs anything anymore. So if you can cheat up Omniscience into play, and it's a lot. Yeah. It's 10 mana. It is, yeah. But once that happens, because you're wheeling, you're refueling all every time anybody tries to challenge your position, is my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the, okay, I really need to put this put this game in the mud. It's also worthy to know. Are those are those two. But then there's the infinites, like, besides Ashnod's altar. There's... Sure. So I got the infinite combat from Breath of Fury, but there's this really, really strange thing that I... I can't remember where I saw it. I think it was on Reddit. Somebody had mentioned it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it in there and <laughs> get it onto this list because it's just too crazy. Uh, Kyle, you know about uh, Intruder Alarm, right? Yeah. Okay, so Intruder Alarm is a weird spell, and he's thinking. you're thinking like... I don't know if I want that in the list because I'm attacking so often. So it's two and a blue. Creatures don't untap during their control as untap steps. Whenever a creature comes into play, untap all creatures. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. <laughs> it's it's actually pretty crazy, right? Because I have it in Phoenix so that I can use Phoenix's ability over over. just over and over and over again. Yeah, that's and pretty so, sick. What's what's your angle with with this? So because obviously you're gonna have a lot of these locusts coming in. I don't really care about the locusts untapping with this. I have two other guys in the deck that they 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 are who I care about. So there's there's well three actually three <laughs> Nivmizits. Nivmizit is them. one of them, but the other two are actually mm-hmm. easier to pull off. So it's bonded fetch. It's a it's a two and a blue. Creature homunculus. A homunculus. Right, but it's defender haste. That's what's good about it. So it has haste, and that's why I put it in. Draw a card, <laughs> then discard a card. So you tap him to draw a card and discard a card. Well, if the locust god's out, you make a bug, 
Intruder alarm goes off. You untap this bastard now, mm-hmm. and then tap him again. Draw a card, discard a card. Untap him. Future sight. Right. So you have another. You have another. Draw your library ability. Yeah. Right. Um, this would work, I guess, with Niv Mizzet because Niv Mizzet just has tap, draw a card. Yeah. Right. 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 It's it's a weird sideways Ophidian eye, I guess, or, or sideways curiosity, <laughs> mm-hmm. which everyone sees from a mile away when they know when they see a new visit. And then the last yeah. one's the mad. I couldn't think of any other way to get haste. I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to because you you talked about the Merfolk looter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to have haste on my guys because haste, once people yeah, see true. this getting set up, it's got to happen. The turn it happens. Right. Merfolk looter does the same, but he doesn't have haste. He doesn't and have he's haste. One cheaper. So there's the mad prophet. He's not a loot. He's a rummage. Discard a card. Draw a card. But he right. has haste. So three and a red for a human shaman. Haste two two. But it says yeah. Discard a card. Tap. Discard a card. Draw a card. Nice. Right. There's actually an enchantment version of him from one red. It will do the same thing. Okay. Um, from the newer Innistrad, it's one in a red, and you pretty much like turn the creature into a mad prophet. It's funny because it's like the same quote about the heron on the moon. <laughs> I've sure. seen it, seen the end, so you seen could, the beginning. Uh, yeah, you could do that instead. It's less mana. I probably actually would because uh, you could put it on. I, mean, I don't know any of your creatures, but once that goes off, like the intruder alarm, intruder alarm, intruder yeah. alarm, and then you're drawing, 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 drawing into a lab maniac. Of course. Which everyone knew this was going to be on the yeah, list. Yeah, it's got to be in the list Lab if that's what you're doing. Man. Yeah, so so Laboratory Maniac basically says if you would draw a card and you don't – if you would go to draw from your library and there's nothing remaining, you just win. Because normally that's a loss condition. Like I have no cards left. I, I decked myself. I lose. Sure. Well, he, he just replaces that Yeah, because it's, it, cause it's a victory. lot to get yourself down to the bottom of your library. So. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the, deck's, the deck is pretty much like – and it's got a lot of engines assaulting the opponent from every angle, right? Like attacking a lot with a ton of bugs. Enter the battlefield damage with those two other enchantments. Yeah, milling if I really can't do it, and then it's like, sure. okay, I really got to put this game together. I'm just going to try to go omniscient and then stand on the top of the hill and just keep people off me. I'll have blockers from bugs, which is be- more than I ever got. Yeah, you, you're you're not the, like yeah, most of your have... decks are not built that way to have. Well, and one one thing that's worthy to note too is sacking. It's not going to fucking matter to you in this. You just sack one of your bugs. Right, which that was a huge... That was a counterable offense to me. I'd be like, are you trying to put Grave Pact out? Counter. Now I'll be like, <laughs> oh, knock yeah. yourself out. Go for There's it. There's less yeah. things I'm worried about with the Locust God than sure. with the Mizzet. There is counter magic in the deck because, yeah, you can see that like if somebody tries to counter your Skull Clamp, that cannot happen. Like you need Yeah, that's it. a key component. So, yeah, Arcane Denial is probably the better spell. Mm-hmm. It's one in the blue, so it's a really easy shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, counter target spells, controller draws up to two cards at the beginning of the next turn's upkeep, but you draw a card at the beginning of the next turn's <laughs> upkeep too, so you get a bug. Hey, you like drawing cards. Yeah, I'm pretty into drawing what? cards. Um, there's just counter spell. Uh, I could go over the wheels, but I think there's this... I think I think we had a little bit of... I don't know. In, in mind too. Yeah. yeah, like both of these decks tonight, we've talked about that, and I think that's something that's pretty easily researchable. Yeah, like Reforge yeah. a Soul as a budget option. I would probably say that... that um, Reforge the Soul is good. Windfall, I mean, is is pretty budget. Yeah, Windfall is really budget. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's a I couple. Know. There's a couple blue ones. If you've played this, budget. if you play this deck and you're like, God, I love this deck, then and you feel like splurging. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune itself, the OG, so the the namesake of the of the tactic, would be a huge, huge boon to the deck. Same with Phyrexian mm-hmm. Altar. There's some. I mean, I don't know. Like to give you an idea, like some of these cards, like oh oh temporal. Uh, oh. 
I know what card you're talking about. Time Spiral, sorry. Time oh, Spiral's yeah. nuts. That one's like, yeah. so it's four, a blue, and a blue. <laughs> Remove Time Spiral from the game. So this is only happening once. But yeah. then each player shuffles his or her hand in his, in, uh, his or her graveyard and hand into his or her library. So this resets you. Like, let's say you're pretty far in and you haven't put any parts together yet. Right. Then draw seven cards. Hit the you, reset un- you untap up to six lands. So it's like... It, it casts it itself. It casts itself. It's nuts. Like the Paragon. So I own... Palancron. I own well. The ones that I really, really like are the ones that are like automatic. So Arjun the Shifting Flame, four, a blue and red. Whenever you cast a spell, put the cards in your hand at the bottom of your library in any order, then draw that many cards. You're thinking about doing an Arjun deck. Ah, yeah, he's he's really cool. Wait, you you have done one in the past. Oh, you did? It was just Niv-Mizzet. I just pulled Niv-Mizzet is that unstable. It's like, I can't, (laughs) I just, so I was like, I'm just going to try Arjun at the helm. I took I took him out, put him in the other 99, pulled uh-huh. Arjun out, put it in. Like I said, I've had a love-hate relationship with you. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, there's my favorite card, uh, like one of my favorite cards he is ever, a dragon which is just the enchantment version of Arjun, which is Mind Moil. So it's, right, every, right. it's exactly I've, I've the same. I've been waiting for that one yeah, to come yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, so whenever you play a spell, put the cards of your hand at the bottom of your library in any order, then draw that many cards. Well, it's, it's sure. good because it's a five-mana enchantment versus Arjun being a six-mana targetable creature. Right. Right. For sure. <laughs> Both permanents, but one that's a little less likely to get removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there's things like Opposition, which is pretty cool because the I think the uh, <laughs> I think the Invocation version of this card has a bunch of Locusts in it, so points if you get it. <laughs> oh, um, that's right. So it's two, a blue, and a blue. Tap an untapped creature you control. Tap... Uh, or sorry, tap an untapped target, or tap an untapped creature you control to tap an art or a target artifact creature or land. So if you have enough, you can just like let's say you're really trying to delay, let's, you can knock their lands down as soon as their turn begins. Like Dude, they untap, yeah. you tap them, you tap all your locusts to tap all their sh- stuff down, or they're gonna attack you and you haven't, you know what I mean? Like it's a pretty dope card. I think there's a green, I think there's a green white version of this card. Yeah, opposition. It has a bunch of locusts like flying everywhere. Yeah, they really. are. It, it w- that one would fit really well into the deck, unless of course the intruder alarms out. It would be my kind of harder. Well, I don't know because they resolve a spell. You untap all your locusts. They untap mm-hmm. all their stuff. You tap sure. them again. It'd be an annoying interaction. But yeah, hey, yeah. welcome to Izzet. Right. <laughs> you know, dude, you're just trying to just trying to like learn everything, blow shit up on the way. Right. Yeah. There's a couple cards that would hose this. Um, I always talk about this, like what cards that would completely hose it. Um, there's actually a black card, and I've been thinking about it more and more often lately. Okay. Um, it's called Virulent Plague is, is is the card. Virulent Plague. Right. So it's a weird uncommon from, I think it's Fate Reforged. No, I think it's, it's actually Dragons. Um, it's two of black. Creature tokens get negative two, negative two. I was going to so say. So it's a permanent... El- yeah, so this this would hose this deck. Yeah, because, because you just can't keep your yeah. stuff out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Elish Norn would hose this deck mm-hmm. um, because she does the same thing. I mean, what deck doesn't hose Elish Norn? Um, What's that? There's an enchantment that's like a protection thing that um, that deals one damage to each creature for each attacking creature or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. You mean like Hissing Miasma? Or no, those are that's oh, dealing like, to the player. There's but... Caltrops. That would do it, oh, too. Oh, okay. Um, there's Light Mind Field. Light Mind Field, that's yeah. the one thing. Cal- so Caltrops is it's an that artifact would, that whenever that would creature just keep deal- your locusts away, though. That wouldn't well, that's what the alternative routes are that, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? But I meant like that they don't they come in and they don't stick around long enough. Yeah, like if they, they can't anything. stay as a result of Elishnor and Virulent Yeah, I can't Plague. equip. Right. Like, I, I can't equip the the clamp to like 
And the other thing that needs to be th- be said is, yeah, you got to you got to keep the clamp in in play. It's it's got to stay. If the clamp dies, it's it's a one mana. It's a big combo. It's piece. a one mana combo piece that like all it yeah, does like, is obviously, just burp out. You know, if it goes, it, you're <clears throat> upside down. So you could really think about provisioning like ways to either recur artifacts or clone artifacts. So you could put, like, Sculpting Steel, um, a Phyrexian Metamorph. Like, these are good cards just by themselves. Sure. But then you could go further and be like, well, I just... I'm going to do, like, our... What is it? Argivian Restoration. It just returns artifacts out of your graveyard back into play. Yeah, sure. I I didn't put any artifact tutors in here. It might be necessary that I do, <clears throat> but my feeling was is that I'm wor- I'm wheeling so much. I mean, I got all those whirlpool so idiots hard. in there. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. It's like I, it, I mean, obviously that's that. the best thing is to have the clamp. You're gonna draw into it, right? And even if you lose it, good. like you sh- you'll still have a good amount of yeah. And then keeping the locust god in play is also is also important. It, it's easier than. Niv Mizzet. See, circumvents the converted mana cost is still prohibitive it in that it's six. High. Right. Yeah. So there's a card that I, I, I ordered. Or it's him. always going to be six unless someone can exile, exile it or something. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a card I ordered. I, I got him. And I, I've seen him on a lot of lists, but I never saw the value in it. But then I was like, okay. So he's a five mana card, two, a blue, and a blue. It's Teferi Mage Zal- Zalfir. Hmm. So Flash, creature cards you own that aren't in play have Flash. Each opponent can play spells only each. Or any time he or he could play, he or she could play a sorcery. Okay. So to fairy sparks, doesn't he? Isn't he a planeswalker? Yeah, he's a planeswalker. Yeah. Well, he's okay. dead, isn't he? But anyway, yeah. the, the big yeah. thing about him is that he's the mana. He's the turn before you get your locust god out. Okay. So oh. on turn five, as you so let's say Cody ends his turn, I go okay. Well, at the end of your turn, I'm going to flash in to fairy mages out and mm-hmm. then when I go into my turn, you're locked. You're you're locked out. Right. Each opponent can't play spell. Can only play spells uh, anytime he or she could play a sorcery. Right. Like this guy would have been a big deal for Nimoza. Because yeah. well, the big thing is that he's flash. Like you it's don't even flash, have a time yeah. a time to deal with it. It's like he's in play. It's my goddamn turn. Right. That's what I. That's what I value from this guy. Yeah, right. he's really blue heavy. He's three blue, but hey, whatever. We've got Nimoza in the list. He's blue and a re- two blue and a two red. Right. Right. You know. Um, yeah, there's just different things in here. Like That's good. the other one, I hate to admit it, but I you th- I think you need it. Is one of the Eldrazi that roll your graveyard? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think just because of the strategy you're playing, it's so necessary. I, I think the one that naturally lends himself to the deck is the original Kozilek Butcher of Truth. So I'll yep. read it off. Goddamn, ten, <laughs> uh, ten mana, legendary creature Eldrazi. When you cast Kozilek Butcher of Truth, draw four cards. So th- there's that part. That's that's nice. You draw cards, whatever. Annihilator four. That's uh, yeah. I hate. Uh, well, I won't even go into it. But the big thing, <laughs> the big thing is, is that when Kozilek is put into the graveyard from anywhere, it's a its owner shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library. So if you wheel him, you've added that effect. Because a lot of those effects they don't shuffle into your library, mm-hmm. right? right? And if you're not trying to take advantage of the graveyard and you're re- reaching the end of your end of your rope in the wheel effects, this guy will reset it. Now well, I, don't, and, and I like, don't I don't know about putting the other guy. I think the other Ulamog does mm-hmm. this, or just like the Darksteel Colossus, Blightsteel Colossus. They, they both don't do fold your whole graveyard though. This is just them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll go in. They don't, oh, they don't right. pull everything. They don't pull, pull your yard. Pull your I don't really back. care about keeping Kozilek in the loop. I care right. about. So here's my thought about doing two of them because the, the other the old Ulamog does that Ulamog. has that same yeah Oldamog has that same <laughs> provision. But let's pretend. I don't know. You're shuffling quite a bit. I, I, I guess I just worry that 
between the two of them, the combos are the combo parts are stuck between the two of them. Right. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. In the ordering, a lot of them do put them at the bottom of a random order or shuffle your library. Maybe I don't even need to worry about that. I don't know. That's, I just that's digging one was pretty good. deep with worries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, dude, that's it's one like, of those things that you'll see um, in the first couple times you'll play the deck if it if there's yeah. a need for it or not. This is playing is that. Yeah, you're, walk, <laughs> right. you you're walking down it. this tightrope, and it's like you can't <laughs> afford for things. You can't afford for your own deck to to have some kind of like cholesterol problem like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't have it happen. Everything's got every card's got to mean something, dude. Like if you look right, really you close know? to the art, like the locust god is wearing a Fitbit. Like it's like <laughs> I've, I've got to like have I'm fine tuned. My body's perfect. He's <laughs> like the the dude from Parks and Rec. The whole like I, my body is a well. I'm like a microchip. Oh yes, dude. <laughs> What's the I dude's love, name? I did ten thousand Chris, Chris Trigger. Yeah, Chris Trigger. <laughs> I love it when he's like I love it I love it when he's like scientists have said that the first person to be born to live to 150 has been born I believe I believe I am that person I believe I am that Lucas God so so I like do you have more cards that you want to like go over with this Andy I mean not really this is like everything else on my list is is fairly like well duh like Bristic study for blue and sure um I, I, I could say that or Alhamrit's archive, okay, every time yeah, you draw a card, you draw right. two instead. Like right. that's these aren't these aren't revel, revelations in cards. Sure. Um Teferi's puzzle box, like, mm-hmm. oh well your upkeep you you wheel your hand pretty much. Like that's I've already good. said the value in wheeling, right? You just pump out bugs. Sure. I guess if anyone was considering the deck, I, what I would leave with them is the combo pieces that you put in, if you're gonna put counter magic in it, it's it's kind of a Cody's idea too. Make sure the combo, the, the, make sure the counter magic is really low to the ground in its mana cost. Mm-hmm. Because I think the only thing that you should be looking out to counter is stuff that either breaks your combo, like, I don't know, somebody tries to kill your skull clamp, you know, mm-hmm. or, or egg. Well, yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. depending on what you're staging for. That's true. Um, so, yeah, big things like non creature spells are the. So, Swan Song. Fuck even negate like sure you know like whatever yeah. your whatever your cheap right I wish there was just a red black or sorry a red blue negate spell yeah usually the eyes that like well, this counter is magic charm, is kind it had, of it lets them pay two more to actually get around it right I wish yeah. it was just a hard stop for non creature but whatever maybe that would yeah. be too strong yeah but anyway um yeah I think the deck would be fun to play well I so I'm curious about this because you just described to me or described to us uh, is something that's multifaceted in that like, yeah, you're really revving the locust God hard Mm -hmm. to get those, get those locusts out. But there's a variety of ways that you can leverage that into a win. Sure. When it seems like most of the time with Niv-Mizzet, it's kind of like same old story, different day. Yeah. I put, Mm -hmm. you could take the infinites out of this. If you're feeling like, okay, I really want to, I don't know. My my feeling would be if you're going to take the other attack angles out, then just focus on getting the Perforos infinite out and just like bombard them with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying sure. to think about different people's needs if they were if they were trying to build a deck like this because for me there's a lot of it seems like lately there's just a lot of like propaganda ghostly prison effects sure and then on top of that there's like yeah like the freaking um solitary confinement and glacial chasm like yeah you could always just destroy those lands but i'd rather just keep going on with my day 
with this deck and just attack from a different angle. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you don't want to disrupt right. what you're doing and I, because I like of that. the thematic idea of it too. Too, I, I'll admit it. Like I'm a little Vorthos about. Well, that. it's cool. Oh, they're, just, it's, they're coming it's from like, everywhere. Like, yeah. well, you know. and that's how it is in the story. When they when they when the locust gods are coming in, destroying their the Hekma, the protective barrier. Right? They're mm-hmm. all looking up, just like. Oh, we're fucked. The gods are looking up like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I like how and granular they get with that. Like, yeah. like, there's Samut and Jeru that are, like, running through <laughs> running through Noctamoon, and, the like, there's the like, mummies dun, 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 just dun, dun, still dun, dun, making dun. breakfast, and the locusts are just eating it. Right, right. Yeah, like, you're <laughs> take, taking everything the from you, taking your <laughs> breakfast. Like, yeah, so I, I, I wasn't really thinking about that when I built Damn the deck. Locusts. I was even following their story, but I, I liked the idea of a multi-pronged attack from these bugs. Sure. But... I'll admit, like, awesome. the mill part could probably be stripped out. It's two cards, you know? Or, hell, you could abuse it if you want. Like, there's nothing stopping you. You've yeah, why blue. not? Right. But I, my whole thing was just the meta. I don't know if I'm able to get... Or I don't want to be like, I'm going to put one card in here that deals with lands so I can get rid of Glacial Chasm. Right. You know, I'd rather just mill them to death. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Or whatever. Um, For sure. Fuck your chasm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm excited to see it be played. It's just... It, yeah, I'm not going to run both that, and that's kind of what I was going to ask you. Like, are you going to keep Jis and Drolf online? Because I don't think they're these two are interrelated. I think Jis and Drolf is a zombie tribal deck. It is, yeah. And I think what you've built is a is a mill, mill yeah, frustration frustration deck. Like, I don't I don't know what right. it is. Like, I, I I've debated whether or not I'm going to break it or not because there's a couple cards that I really put in there just because they're in Jis and Drolf, mm-hmm. like. Death Baron is someone that I'm not going to buy another copy of. Yeah, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. going to go in one. But I, I also well, have just... a custody or coast whatever lich or whatever. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, that's a, a something I could put into to it. But they're very different decks, which is what makes me want to invest in a whole new deck rather than just right. changing Jason Drolf because I love playing Jason Drolf. Right. Um, but then you could always just move him over. Like, exactly. I could always just you know. just read. You know, and then it if, is a different deck. But now you really are using that. Up. <laughs> Right. Either way, I, really I think do want to keep most drain of the cards. and scry hard. Yeah. Right. Right. And I don't know if we could have rounded this off with the scorpion. Yeah. So, god. so join us next time. We'll talk to Brad about the scorpion god. I'm really excited. He, for two reasons, Brad is the quintessential Rakdos player, <laughs> um, and he's had a lot of recent experience with the minus one, minus one counter. Wait, wait, play, wait, wait. Play. Can I do Neheb when he does it? Can we do the same thing? And I'll just do the Neheb we can list? we can pair it up. That's what we're trying to do. We want to kind of get through the legends from Hour of Devastation and kind of put ideas out there for people so they can run with them a little bit and see what we're doing. I'm doing head raw burn, dude. I'm not. I'm not doing any of the. Com- I, I could. I just. It's not a good idea. I just I need a burn deck, man. <laughs> Red deck wins, man. I, I, I am. It is so hard to win in a multiplayer format with everyone having forty life, which is burn. Yeah. I am yeah. certain that like. <laughs> If there's if there's a commander that's gonna break our like sort of gentleman's agreement that we don't have the same commander as somebody else, Neheb's gonna it's make gonna that temptation. Everybody wants right. that Everyone guy. wants that sure. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's so. So yeah, yeah. Uh, next time we'll we'll hit up Brad. We'll talk talk uh, uh, the Scorpion God and Neheb. And Andy can get his rocks off talking about burning people's faces off. Okay, I'm oh, doing yeah. Okay, I'm doing Fire. Fire. <laughs> Anyhow, so, uh, Cody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.
Thanks for listening to the Legendary Creature Podcast. And special thanks to Cody for joining Andy and I for this episode to talk a little bit of Plague Gods. We'll post links to the deck list that Andy and Cody both talked about this episode. Also, special thanks to Dan Terminus for the music this episode. He's kindly allowed us to use his music the song this episode underwater cities from the album the darkest benthic division link to his beats is in our episode notes as well look him up send him some some love also find us on twitter talk to us at legend underscore creature what's on your mind what topics do you want to hear us talk about have a good one